Hey everybody, and welcome back to Reading with Maddie. What are we reading today? Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Battle of the Labyrinths, Part 1. Alright, um, sorry for like the very much out of tune ukulele. <laughs> I, I have not tuned it in a good two months. <laughs> I don't even know how to tune it. I have my little brother do it for me. So there's that. <laughs> um, so, okay, we're back. We're back. This is like really weird. That was okay. If you aren't following me on my socials, which you should be, <laughs> I have been on a two week break. It was like weird not having to do this. After doing this basically every week since March, like the end of March, it's just like weird. It was weird to have like a break. It's like almost not even almost but like sort of the end of july now and that is like a good few months with like only having like one week off sometimes so i am like oh um if you wanted to know the reasons for the two-week break <laughs> i don't know if anybody cares <laughs> but you can skip like a minute or two from now because i'm just gonna talk <laughs> okay so First of all, just like, sorry for that two-week break. Skip this if not interested, you know, if you don't know. Okay, I, me, myself, I am a ballerina. <laughs> and there's this thing called like summer intensives with like um, ballet companies, right? For y'all who like are not in the, you know, <laughs> dancer type of, you know, if you're not a dancer, that's what I meant. <laughs> or, like, know about it. So, you, like, some of them are, like, non-auditioning stuff, but, like, I auditioned for mine since, okay, this is kind of big. It was with American Ballet Theater. I don't know if anybody even knows what that is, but it is, like, it's, like, <sighs> the company, to me at least, in my brain, because it, it's in New York City and stuff, and, like, Ugh, it's just everything to me and I auditioned in like January maybe early January kind of mid-January and then I got in somehow I think it's because it was online through zoom covid so we couldn't do it in person which meant they could like take more people which is amazing because oh my god I'm like still can't get over how I even got into this because ooh, okay it's basically you dance for like mine was actually only four hours which is really funny to me because my best friend Abby shout out to you she's in Utah right now doing hers which is mine was only two weeks hers was three weeks and literally seven hours of dancing mine was only four <laughs> nobody cares about that oh my god <laughs> um I just it was so much fun and an amazing experience because I really want to join ABT when I'm older and that was really cool. So that was half of my break. That was two weeks. The second the second week was the first week of my two-week break because the first week when we did Titan's Curse of it, I they were both guest episodes and I was like, okay, can we, okay, I think one of them recorded on Tuesday maybe. But I had, like, done all the prep for the weekend, during the weekend. Same with the first one, but I think we recorded that. That one was with Sam. Yeah, we did that one on the Sunday, like, before it. So I was all good with that. So, 
but then that happened and I just uploaded them when I needed to I didn't have to do any prep and it was actually so nice I loved it so much so sort of three week break but like not really because you know um and then the second week I read like three chapters of this book and I was like uh-uh <laughs> I do not have the time and energy for this so I just decided to okay I was gonna be gonna take a break next week so I'm just gonna continue with that break just start it now so I did that um yeah I'm going on like really too long about this <laughs> it's been like three minutes <sighs> sorry about that um and then last week I was at the beach for a family thing so there's that um yeah two week break awesome I am back now and guess what I okay I have been having issues with my computer multiple and I finally got a editing software to work on it boom so now I can edit my episodes which is like really cool um I just like recorded in sections and then I watch it and I'm like oh god I wish I could have like edited that part out I don't really like that part but like now I can just like do that hopefully if I can get it to work I am most likely gonna most likely gonna start that after Percy Jackson because <laughs> that would be too much to edit everything in like a day or two I don't know how long it takes to edit I I'm not a technology person so lol okay <laughs> I just wanted to say that since I'm like really excited about this <laughs> um also I'm still deciding on the name but I'm starting a new section of reading with Maddie they won't have like episode numbers and I don't know the name but it's just kind of gonna be a fun time it's probably gonna be like half the number the, the like time of a regular episode so maybe like 20-25 minutes so there's that I'm like really excited about this it's like sort of what I do at the end of my episodes, but we're just going to make it longer and go through every single character. Okay, we are going to just take a random book and most likely ones that we've already done. I am going to have a guest, multiple guests. I don't really know yet. It'll change every time. Um, I don't know how many like times, like how long I will be doing this and like when I will do this yet. But, like, I'm pretty excited for this, right? We are just going to take a random book, ones that we've done, and just take every character and just give them an album or song that we think they would listen to by Taylor Swift. Or, like, looking at this, like, lyrically, right? Give them a song that, like, the lyrics, like, fit them. Boom. I... I definitely got that idea from Seaweed's brain, Seaweed Brains, um, what is the, like, sour thing that they did when they, like, matched up songs for them, so shout out to y'all, thank you for that idea, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super excited for that, so there's that. Starting on the actual book, I read it last night. <laughs> I read like three chapters like two weeks ago and then I read it last night and today because <laughs> okay season two of 
I think it's called like Never Have I Ever came out and I keep on seeing TikToks about it and I was like okay whatever so I logged on to my best friend Meredith shout out to you Netflix because I don't have one and I watched season one and like literally I think I watched like three episodes yesterday and I just I totally just like binged the rest of them today when I got home from tennis oh my god <laughs> I totally forgot about this uh, to be honest I totally forgot about making the episode so I literally started this at like 8 15 maybe read the book ended that on at like uh maybe 9 and then I literally it's 10 39 right now I will probably end making this around 11 45 which is very fun <laughs> this episode's kind of crazy it's nighttime Maddie I I'm okay like I can stay up but like I I sleep so this is ooh, okay <laughs> um it's literally so late right now um I forgot that I had both tennis and ballet today I oh, it was a point class not technically we could choose but I did a point lol L to me because ugh, I totally forgot about this. Just, just totally. <laughs> I am literally still in my ballet clothes right now, and a very high bun, too high. In fact, it is giving me a headache. Head ah, headache. Oh my god. Ugh, I, I'm just ugh, falling apart. <laughs> With that, that's literally so long. Oh my god, that's the intro. <laughs> Getting into Battle of the Labyrinth. Alrighty, so starting with the recap. I forgot about this today, but I've decided that I'm gonna start like actually timing them so that I can like get it in quick. <laughs> so there's that. Not today though, because I forgot about that and I already started recording and I don't want to redo it. So we're just gonna get into the recap, all right? Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we start out. Percy is not at camp yet. It's summer, beginning of summer. He has to go to his ninth grade orientation thing at Paul's like school where he's a teacher at. And he goes, and there's monsters, cheerleaders, people, and he meets Rachel Elizabeth Dare from the Hoover Dam. And he's like, oh my God, what are you doing here? And, and then, she learns about the demigods and stuff and the cheerleaders come and they destroy a band room and then Annabeth shows up and it's like, Percy, we have to go to Camp Hot Blood right now. And they go and camp stuff happens and Grover's going to be a tap dancer if he, do if he doesn't find Pan in two weeks. And Clarice is like, ah, and, and then War Council. There's this other dude called Quintus who's like a sword fighter dude. The Mrs. O'Leary, the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> and stuff happens, camp happens, dreams, Nico D'Angelo, Iris messaging, not actually though, lol, and stuff happens, quest, oh my gosh, we found the entrance to the labyrinth with that like Luke can use if we don't let him not use it and go into the labyrinth in quest time. So Annabeth gets to lead it because she is smart and... Percy comes, and Grover comes, and Tyson comes, and they go into the labyrinth, and stuff happens, and they fight monsters, and meet Hera, and and then they 
get out to this one place and meet Nico, and then stuff happens, <laughs> and Persebeth happens a lot in this book, and then they kill the dude, and then decide Bianca can show up from the dead if Percy's there, and then it ends. Let's see my timing for that. Oh, <gasps> that was pretty good. That was only like two minutes. Wow. Go me. <laughs> awesome that was like yeah definitely good <laughs> all right so that was the recap next we'll be getting into favorite chapter titles i it took me a while actually maybe five minutes just like staring at the page with the chapter titles on it because i could not pick one but i had to go with chapter four annabeth breaks the rules i just really like the chapter name when I first read that, I totally thought it had to do with the part where Annabeth sits at Percy's table during breakfast, but it, I'm pretty sure that part is like in the chapter before it, and I find that really funny, because I thought that's like what I thought of, but it's not. Maybe it is. I don't really know. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. <laughs> it's just, I really like the title name, so I, yeah. <laughs> That, that is the chapter title, and now we're going to get into the character opinions. Literally just starting off with Percy. Uh, he was cool in this part. Like, he didn't get on my nerves as much as, like, he usually does, which I found, I found it quite enjoyable. Quite a lot. He's just chill. He's funny. He gets, okay, he definitely gets smarter in this book, and, like, uses his brain a lot more than he usually does. Go, Percy. Moving on to Annabeth, Queen, love her, girl boss, okay, she is just, she is giving us everything in this book. She is her smart self and is leading our first ever quest, not like first ever quest, but she's like leading a quest for the first time, literally go her, she, period, she's just oh, amazing, our Athena, like smart queen in this book, as always, awesome. <laughs> Tyson? He's so, so funny. I just, oh, oh my gosh. I absolutely die whenever he says something about, like, someone and just, like, says it how they are. Like, like the fish ponies, okay? That thing. He does it so much in this book. I just realized, and it's actually, it's literally the best thing ever. It's so funny to me. Oh my god. I just love Tyson. Moving on to Grover. Okay. I, like, I wrote, like, a good paragraph about this explaining it, but I'm gonna short it down, like, a little bit. Okay. He is okay in this book. Okay? He, he's, like, fine. There's nothing too special, I feel like, really stands out. I still love him. It's, like, it's, like, the pyramid and dance moms, and it's, like, it's, like, he had a group dance, right? Maybe a trio, you know? He did them, like, perfectly fine. But, like, there are people who were better, right? So we ended up maybe bottom row of the pyramid, maybe middle. And, like, you know? Like, he just wasn't the best. But he was, like, there. And he did it okay. Not okay. Like, he did it perfectly. But, like, not at the same level as other people because I have favorites. Okay, Annabeth. Annabeth is the Maddie Ziggler of 
of Percy Jackson. Oh my god. <gasps> that is amazing. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Oh my god. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Rachel. Love her. Queen. She's just she's just doing her queen um stuff. As she should. As she should. Love, love, love. Nico. Very much emo in this book. Love him to death, but he's kind of annoying. <gasps> oh my god, love him to death? Hades? I am just I am just so funny. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Alright. You know, he's just kind of there. Kind of bottom of the pyramid. <gasps> should I give them all pyramid levels? Okay. So Percy is going to be <laughs> Percy is going to be on literally second place. Literally second place. Annabeth is the Maddie Sickler of Percy Jackson. Tyson, definitely third. Definitely. Grover, like we said, maybe like the like Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna explain this correctly. I know I said like the last row or the middle row, but by that I mean like the last person to be called in the last row or like the first person to be called in like the middle row. Is there even a middle row? Is there four rows? No, because there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. And there's not six of them, is there? Oh god. <laughs> no, there's not six of them. Ugh, I don't even know how many of them are. Okay. <laughs> we got Rachel. We got Rachel. She probably maybe next to Grover or like another one more than him. <laughs> then we got Nico. Oh, next to Grover but on the other side and it's less than him. Amazing. Oh, period. Okay. <laughs> I, yep, I, that is the characters that I could come up with when I, my tired self. <laughs> so, there's that. Next, I will be getting into going through the book. Alright, so I I love this um, cover. I could not think of the word for a second there. I think it is very much nice. I like the red colors and like, okay, I hate the color orange, but there's a bit of orange in there and I think it looks fine. My book is very much tattered. It is bended at some places. The spine, not even going to talk about that. Um, I love this book so much. Oh my god. It is... Okay. I think it might it might be more than Titan's Curse in my head. Lost Olympian is, like, obviously the best one. Ugh, but, like... Ugh, okay, I think I'm going to rate them, like, in my order at the end of the series. So, <laughs> starting with that, this book. Yes, I love the cover. I also think... I think it's called The Dedication, right? The, like, first page. I don't know if it's before. Maybe before the chapter, like, list. Where he, like, de dedicates it to, like, somebody. And it says Becky. And I'm pretty sure that's his wife's name. And I think that is nice. So, yeah. <laughs> I also think the beginning of this book is nice. More than that. It is literally the best thing ever. Percy going to his, his, his new school, you know, for orientation, and then he's going to hang out with Annabeth afterwards, period. Literally already reading from the book, because why not? Literally page two. 
give me a second. I need to get my book out and, you know. Okay. <laughs> this part is so great. I literally love it so much. Okay. Page two. Think positive. Tomorrow you're off to camp. After orientation, you've got your date. It's not a date, I protested. It's just Annabeth, Mom. Jeez. She's coming all the way from camp to meet you. Well, yeah. Going to the movies. Yeah. Just the two of you. Mom. <laughs> Iconic. I love that part so much. Oh my god. As everybody does. If you don't love that part, get out. Okay. It is so funny to me. <laughs> this book, it just goes right into it. I feel like everything is like very fast. And I didn't realize that. I I really like how these books are like short compared to Heroes of Olympus. But sometimes I also like wish they were as long as them so we would get more detail about everything that was happening. But at the same time, I feel like we get enough details about everything that's happening. <laughs> so, um, you know, stuff happens. Okay, this whole part is, it just goes so fast. Oh my gosh, it's like 20 pages. Maybe less than that. Maybe more than that. I don't even know. Just blur. He's like, oh my gosh, Rachel Elizabeth Dare is here. And he like goes to the side entrance and ah, cheerleaders. And goes to the gym or somewhere where they're like talking about, you know, freshman orientation versus going to high school. And oh my god. And then he like is literally sitting with Rachel and she's like, oh my god, Percy Jackson. And these like cheerleaders who are monsters come out and Rachel with her very cool vision it's like oh my god we need to leave and they do that and they go to the band room where these monster killers come and they fight and kill one or two of them and then the other no they kill yeah they kill one of two of them and then one of them disappears into flames so that's a lot <laughs> um rachel also gets explained like, some of this Greek god stuff to her by Percy. I cannot imagine. I sort of can't. Not really. The literal relief that she's getting in. Like, ugh, you're literally seeing all these things around you and think you're going crazy because no one else can see them and you just randomly learn on your freshman orientation that you can just, like, see through the mist and this god stuff by this random boy you met at the Hoover Dam a few months ago and coincidentally ended up at the same high school in New York. That's a lot for her, and Rachel is a legend. <laughs> so, again, we have this whole fight scene. Okay, I literally wrote so much about this. If you don't know, which we learned because I made fun of Wyland so much from Six of Crows in one of those episodes, probably both of them, about him being a flute player. That we, we do know that I, ugh, I am in band. I would not say I'm a band kid, but I am in band. Okay. Okay. But I am a trumpet player, so I, not even getting into it. Okay. As a band kid, sort of, this whole fight scene hurts my entire soul. The amount of instruments they destroyed. Oh my god. Slot to the mouth. Uh, the amount of money that these, like, that the band people in, like, school put into those. 
assuming those like aren't students instruments that they just like left out because for some reason all the instruments are just like left out there which i, I kind of confused about that one except for like the percussion instruments of course but like they've covered stuff so just oh this whole part oh my god i feel so bad for the high school's band director literally like the amount of work they're gonna have to do after this if this school's like band budget isn't big enough which it most likely isn't to like just like rebuy all these instruments the amount of fundraisers these band kids are about to have to do because of this fight is crazy to get these instruments back oh my god literally so many instruments are just i damaged literally destroyed from this whole fight and it makes me really sad and upset <laughs> i okay this might be a little crazy but i did write a list of all of the most likely dead instruments that so some of them might be okay because they're just like thrown about and maybe just like a tiny little dent or something i don't know if that like ruins the whole thing but like these i'm gonna assume dead instruments because they have been thrown about okay i made a list of all of them not like very many but it's enough that will like ruin the band program for a bit <laughs> okay my list a snare drum r.i.p a xylophone r.i.p a row of trombones from the brass section meaning there might have been more brass instruments in there r.i.p a tuba r.i.p so so many music stands r.i.p an entire row of clarinets and flutes r.i.p you will be missed probably just from by me but like maybe maybe another person <laughs> so that's that <laughs> oh funeral for the instruments oh my god okay then that all happens and the band room is and they run out of the window and ran run into annabeth of course whole jealousy jealousy moment oh, oh my god the start of the annabeth and rachel rival rival rivalry oh god i cannot say words right now I'm, ah! okay <laughs> rachel writes her phone number down on Percy's arm which you later memorizes lmao <laughs> and then annabeth and percy head for camp without having their awaited movie date i'm like really sad about that but like ugh. <laughs> so they get to camp by taxi drivers quite confused <laughs> why they're just like um let us out here please and then he's like what because it's the middle of nowhere technically to a mortal lol oh my god and then stuff happens they get to camp annabeth goes off to help clarice with something because oh my gosh they're friends now percy goes to sword fight because that's what he does and he meets mrs o'leary and almost kills her and then this weird guy called quintus stuff happens blah 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 we have a meeting where gover is decided if he's going to continue his search for pan by these old sadder dudes or become a tapper. Back to the dance moms. Oh my god. Maybe Grover is Maddie Ziegler. <gasps> no, he isn't. If he did become a tapper, yes he would be. But he didn't. 
um, these old setter dudes only give him two weeks to find Pan. I feel really bad for Grover in this moment. I really would just like to give him a hug. So, I would like to give everybody here a hug. Mainly Grover. Also, while Percy was away from camp, like, I don't know, what is this? Six months? Less than that, maybe. Maybe, yeah, about six months. Grover got a girlfriend. <laughs> His name is Jennifer. I love her so much. I think she is hilarious and the best. So, that all happens. Cabin inspection happens, and Percy is totally freaking out on the walk to his cabin because, oh my gosh, he never cleaned it after last winter when he gets... And stuff happens, he gets to his cabin. Tyson is there. Ooh, it's all clean because Tyson's amazing. So, <laughs> Tyson's awesome. We already knew that. He gets even more awesome, and that all happens. Selena comes in and is like, okay, your cabin's cool. And other stuff happens, and Percy, in like the middle of the night, gets Iris messages from Nico. But, oh my gosh, Nico didn't actually send in the message, because he doesn't even know Percy's there. Percy watches, and stuff happens with this ghost dude, and then he goes to sleep. <gasps> oh my gosh, next morning at breakfast is when we get this iconic moment, where Annabeth sits at Percy's table. I'm going to read. I love Percy. Oh my god. Okay, uh, let me find the page. Page 45, if you will. Alright. Okay, Grover's already there, and Chiron too, sort of, I think. No, he just left. Chiron just left. Grover's there. Grover and Percy are eating, and then somebody slid next to me on the bench. Annabeth. I'll tell you what it's about, she said. The labyrinth. It was hard to concentrate on what she was saying because everybody in the dining pavilion was stealing glances at us and whispering. And Annabeth was right next to me. I mean, right next to me. You're not supposed to be here, I said. We need to talk, she insisted. But the rules. <laughs> she knew as well as I did that campers weren't allowed to switch tables. Satyrs were different. They weren't really demigods. The half-bloods had to sit with their cabins. I wasn't even sure what the punishment was for switching tables. I had never seen it happen. If Mr. D had been here, he probably would have strangled Annabeth with magical grapevines or something. But Mr. D wasn't here. Karen had, page flip, already left the pavilion. Quintus looked over and raised an eyebrow, but he didn't say anything. <laughs> Look, Annabeth said, Grover is in trouble. There's only one way we can figure it we can figure to help him. It's the labyrinth. That's what Clarice and I have been investigating. I shifted my weight, trying to think clearly. You mean the maze where they get the Minotaur back in the old days? Exactly, Annabeth said. Okay, is that, is that all we should do? Is that all we should do? I think so. I think so. Okay, that's good enough. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I love that part so much. It's just iconic, and I love her so much. Awesome. <laughs> that all happens. They have more camp stuff, and this whole, like, team game thing moment happens. Oh my gosh, a new game that isn't going to capture the flag. Yay! Quintus is bringing some new ideas. Awesome. And there's a sign teams, and Annabeth is with Percy. 
<laughs> Percy's like, oh my gosh, yay, I'm with Annabeth. And Annabeth is just like, okay, oh my gosh, Percy, by the way, your armor is crooked. And then she fixes it for him. Oh my god. <laughs> if that isn't the best romance I've read in years, I don't know what is. Okay, that is... So that all happens, and then apparently all of the monsters, not all of them, but like a good amount of monsters, maybe like three, like scorpion things, I think, like go after them during this like game thing and in the woods. And they go to Zeus's fist, the rock thing, and they slide through it, and boom, they somehow are in the labyrinth all an accident, and they kind of get stuck there, sort of. And they're just like, oh my god, what? And then they, they, Annabeth is like, I know what to do. And she finds a simple thing and she pushes on it and they get back up and everyone in camp are like, oh my god, where were you for like an hour? And they're like, we were gone for literally five minutes. What do you mean? And, <laughs> and the, okay, I think this is really funny. I don't think it actually says that they thought that, but like, everybody implies it, okay? <laughs> Everyone's, the game's over. Everyone's looking for them. And then everybody thinks that they were just somewhere making out. <laughs> it's so funny. First, the morning, the table thing happens, right? And and now this. It's, it makes sense that everybody would think that, but it is so funny to me. <laughs> that all happens, and they're like, oh my god, we know how to get to the labyrinth now. And then Percy has a dream about this Daedalus dude. I did not care for these dreams. Pretty sure he had one, like, before this, maybe. Maybe he didn't. I don't even know. He had multiple of these dreams. Okay. I get it. Gives us some, like, background info on Daedalus. Okay. I literally just did not care for them. Okay. Also, I... I don't think I... Maybe I have said this before. It's been a while since I've recorded one of these, and I'm kind of out of it. So, I... I used... Used to... We just really start this again. Meredith texted me. During, like, late quarantine. Not even quarantine anymore. It was, like, January, maybe. Maybe, like, I think we started in this, like, December last year, maybe. Me and my friend Meredith, we get on FaceTime. Because I was obsessed with these books. And she full-on did not even... She was like, okay, like, I want to, like, get into them. But, like, I don't want to read. <laughs> so, every day, we would hop on a FaceTime. And I would literally just read a chapter to her. It was, like, so much fun. But we, for some reason, stopped, like, right after Selena. Oh, my God. That's because we went back to, like, in-person school. And we did, did not have the time for that. So we stopped, like, right after... Okay, spoilers. Selena dies. And, you know, we just didn't start it again. And I cannot say Daedalus' name. I don't even think... I'm still saying it not right. But I'm just going to guess it's for the day as one does so i i just think it's funny i could not say his name right for like a straight month and she would always correct me and i think that is very funny <laughs> so that happens he wakes up i think is this a dream yeah i think so uh next day maybe they have like a war council thing but this time it's not around a ping pong table in the big house it is in the sword area 
they decide Annabeth gets to lead a quest in the labyrinth. Because she's smart. They, you know, and get Daedalus to help them with this entrance into it from the camp so that Luke can't get in because cause that would be bad. So, um, you know, that happens. Annabeth goes and sees the oracle. And this part is really, I sticky note this part, actually. I think it's really funny that this is the fourth book, and Percy has only, like, seen the Oracle two times, and only one of them has actually been for him. And it's like, yeah, okay, maybe he was, like, invited on, like, two more quests or whatever. No, I mean, not two more. No, two more. No, one more. No, but, like, technically, it wasn't even, it was for, um, Zoe. So, you know, the lightning thief, he sees it for the first time. That was the only quest in, I think, these, until, like, the big prophecy or whatever, that is actually Percy's prophecy. And I think that is really funny, since I always imagine Percy, like, he's the one who's, like, kind of running the quests, right? No, the, none of these quests are, like, even his. And I think that is so funny to me. <sighs> Again, the Oracle scares me so much literally percy said he has he still has nightmares about it and he's only seen it twice i i it's so creepy i i love how like these books are and i wish i could be like living in it but at the same time i don't because everything is so scary and i don't i i okay I have, like, never watched a horror No, actually, I watched Fear Street, all three of them. The ones that came out only for Sadie Sink because love of my life. And, you know, they were fine. I didn't really find them, like, scary. So, maybe I should watch more horror movies and tell you guys how that is. Wow. Not gonna do that. <laughs> um, literally, literally, it's just so scary. I could never do this. Anyways, Annabeth gets her prophecy and comes back to the council thing. Also, a moment with, like, Clarice happens and this Chris dude who's gone crazy from the labyrinth. I don't even remember what happens. And, you know, Annabeth gets a prophecy and comes back to the council and says it. But she doesn't give us the entire thing. She skips out on, like, the last line. So. And then, and then we'll get this moment on page 74. Getting the book. Oh my god. Literally. Ah, I want to scream. Ah, I love this part. Literally so much. Literally so much. I, okay, I have so many sticky notes on here, but I like can't flip through the pages. That's actually hilarious. Okay. I'm really going to read this entire thing, because I don't care. Wait a sec. Oh my god, wrong moment. This is a different moment. <laughs> oh my god, where even is it? Oh, no, this is still Persebeth. It's still Persebeth. We'll get into the other one literally next. Oh my god. Okay. This is really cute to me. Page 74. She stood. Look, the point is, I have to go in. I'll find the workshop and stop Luke. And I need help. She turned to me. Will you come? I didn't even hesitate. I'm in. First of all, first of all, that is so funny to me. Like, literally. So funny. Oh my god. <laughs> Moving on, because next we have this moment. 
page flipping literally like three pages this entire moment. I made a TikTok about this so long ago. Literally, probably. Oh my god! You guys! Last. You're kidding! Last Wednesday was my one year of being a fan of Percy Jackson. I just realized that. Oh my god, because I discovered it last year when I was at the beach from the movies. <laughs> and and we go to the beach the same year every Ah that is oh my god. <laughs> That's like really funny to me. I just realized that. <gasps> Happy one year. I'm gonna go eat a cupcake. <laughs> I don't have any. Okay. Um we get this moment. Amazing iconic and i made a tiktok about this literally so long ago as i was saying so long ago literally probably one of the first tiktoks i've ever made about this about percy jackson oh my god ah this moment i love it so much i'm just gonna do it page 78 knock knock i said she turned with a start oh hi didn't hear you you okay she frowned at the scroll in her hands just trying to do some research. Daedalus's labyrinth is so huge. None of the stories agree about anything. The maps just lead from nowhere to nowhere. I thought about what Quintus had said, about how the maze tries to distract you. I wondered if Annabeth knew that already. We'll figure it out, I promised. Her hair had come loose and was hanging in a tangled blonde curtain all around her face. Her great eyes looked almost black. I've wanted to lead a quest since I was seven, she said. You're going to do awesome. She looked at me gratefully, but then stared down at all the books and scrolls she'd pulled from the shelves. I'm worried, Percy. Maybe I shouldn't have asked you to do this. Or Tyson and Grover. Hey, we're friends. We wouldn't miss it. Power of friendship. But she stopped herself. What is it? I asked. The prophecy? I'm sure it's fine, she said in a small voice. What was that last line? Then she did something that really surprised me. She blinked back tears and put her arms out. I stepped forward and hugged her. Butterflies started turning in my stomach and do a mosh pit. <laughs> hey, it's it's okay. I patted her back. I was aware of everything in the room. I felt like I could read the tiniest print on any book on the shelves. And those hair smelled like lemon soap. She was shivering. Chiron might be right, she muttered. I'm breaking the rules, but I don't know what else to do. I need you three. It just feels right. But don't worry about it, I managed. <laughs> We've had plenty of problems before, and we solved them. This is different. I don't want anything to happen to any of you. <laughs> Behind me, somebody cleared his throat. It was one of Annabeth's half-brothers, Malcolm. His face was bright red. Um, sorry, he said. Archery practice is starting in Annabeth. Chiron is had Chiron said to come find you. I stepped away from Annabeth. We were just looking at maps, I said stupidly. <laughs> Malcolm stared at me. Okay. <laughs> Tell Chiron I'll be right there, Annabeth said. Malcolm left in a hurry. I'm gonna stop there, since I will literally read so much more. Oh my god. Hersabeth. I Oh my god, that part is my most favorite part in this entire book. I've said it. It literally is. Oh my god. Love, love, love. So much. It's amazing. Just 
<laughs> so that all happens. And then Percy has another dream, right? Right before they leave for the quest. And it's about Luke, finally. I think this is the first Luke dream that we have. And the way that he describes Luke, right? I, okay, I don't know if anybody here, literally anybody, Hi, Natalie. Hi, Natalie, if you're watching this. Shout out to you. <laughs> if anybody has, has watched The Owl House, he is literally Luke in the scene. How I pictured how Hunter or the Golden Guard is. And I found that really funny to me. Like, so funny. Oh, my God. More stuff happens and more Nico messages. I just don't even know. Other stuff, you know. Alright, so they, you know, they go into the labyrinth. Oh my gosh, before that, Quintus gives Percy this, like, whistle thing. It's like, ice whistle. And he's like, if you whistle, it'll only work once, and Mrs. O'Leary will just, like, show up, because she's a hellhound and can do that. And he's like, alright, I am never using this. Percy is smart. He has learned after Luke's present of the shoes and lightning thief literally go him even though it, it it is fine but like you know he is like aware <laughs> so labyrinth happens they meet this janice dude pretty sure i'm saying that right stuff happens harry hera <laughs> hera comes and is like ayo you can leave now and he's like okay and then she gives them food and stuff, and they're talking. And then she's like, Annabeth, you can ask me one question. And Annabeth asks, like, can we, how do we get out and stuff? Something like that. And she's like, oh, Percy knows. Percy knows. LOL. I'm not telling you more. And then she just, like, leaves. <laughs> I think that's the start of, like, the whole Annabeth-Hera fight thing, I think. I think it is. Like, it's really funny, though, to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Labyrinth happens. I didn't really write too much about this, like, end. I literally... Okay, this is probably going on for, like, a while now. Because I literally wrote maybe five pages <laughs> about, about all of this. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, we are reading from the book. On page 108... It is literally the first paragraph of chapter 7. Tyson leads a jailbreak. The good news, the left tunnel was straight, with no side exits, twists, or turns. The bad news, it was a dead end. After sprinting a hundred yards, we ran into an enormous boulder that completely blocked our path. Behind us, the sounds of dragging footsteps and heavy breathing echoed down the corridor. Something, definitely not human, was on our tail. That is so scary. That is terrifying. I hate it so much. Mm. <laughs> Just, uh, I cannot do that at all. Oh my god. <laughs> so, that happens. Other stuff happens. Tyson breaks them out of there, and they don't die. And then they end up in California, in Alcatraz. And all I could think of during this whole part... Okay, I have, like, never been to California. <gasps> I might actually go in December. So, maybe next summer, too. So, there's that. 
Um, I just, this entire thing, I can only think of the pool game that we used to play when we were, like, small children in, like, the deep end. It's one of those, like, somebody gets out and, like, is looking behind and you, like, try to swim to the other side. I don't know if anybody else has played that, but I'm pretty sure it was called, like, Alcatraz or something. Because you're, you know, trying to swim. Anyways, so that, that is all I could think about during this whole part. I don't even remember what happens. They, they find this dude. I don't even know. I don't know how you say their name. I'm just going to call them Mr. Bree Bree because that's what I feel like doing. So they, there's a scary monster dude. They're like, ah, and they get Mr. Bree Bree out and the scary monster comes back. Ah, they fight it. I don't think they really kill it, but they get out and go back to the labyrinth. Okay, I kind of hate this part. I cannot picture what Mr. Bree looks like. And it annoys me so. Wait. <gasps> Do you think he has, like, fan art? Should I look him up? Wait. Putting the microphone down. I am I am going to look up in real time. In real time. Hopefully my computer actually loads. Re-airs. This is... This is... He doesn't actually even... He has a name, right? Images? Oh god! <laughs> what? No way! That is not what I pictured! That is not what I pictured! Uh, there's like three pictures that look, look like what he could be. Oh, oh! I clicked on handed once. Oh god. I pictured hands like just coming out of his body, not like full arms. <gasps> that is so creepy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh god. Okay, well, okay, Mr. Hundred Hannon One. Go look it up right now if you have not. I'll wait. No, I won't. I'm moving on. Okay, so that'll. Ha oh no, there's actually a moment that I want to read. It's so funny. Oh my god. Page 116. Okay, so Percy is like, will you come with us? Let's do rock, paper, scissors, because he's, because he, um, Mr. Bravery wins, like, every time, right? Technically, because he can just do whatever he wants, right? Um, because he's so many hands, or arms. I, I, I'm so confused now. <laughs> okay, so that happens, and he thinks he's won. I told you, he said sadly. I always... His face morphed confusion. What is that you made? A gun. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my laughing. Oh my god. That was definitely not the way it was said in the book if it was happening. But I just think it's really funny to say it like that. <laughs> A gun. Oh my god. Moving on, because that joke will get old quite fast. They leave Mr. Bree Bree, and they, they, I don't know, they just, like, kind of leave him there, because he's like, I can't go on, something like that, and they go through more maze, and they end up on this farm thingy, and they find Nico, and this other dude, who I don't know how to say his name, so I'm just calling Mr. E, <laughs> and they find Nico, and they're like, uh-oh, uh, Mr. D, who I don't know how to say his name, <laughs> owns the farm, you know, because it's Triple G Farm, Mr. G. 
he's like, uh-oh, we're gonna sell Nico to Kronos. <laughs> and so, first he's like, um, okay. And he stuff, I, okay, I literally no idea. I have no idea how this happens. At all. At all. Literally. He talks to, like, a, one of, some kind of C person. I don't even, I don't remember how to say it. <laughs> The one that starts with a D, she's like the person for the river, right? And she's like, nah, you are not using my river. He's like, okay. Um, so he, and then she's like, look at the shells. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, okay. And and then there's shells in, in this dirt. And apparently it was covered with seawater at one point, and somehow the shells still have seawater in them and he uses that and he somehow makes a bunch of water out of them in the middle of Texas <laughs> and I don't understand how that happened but he somehow cleans this horsey tank of uh, stable <laughs> uh, and saves Nico and his friends but Nico's like I don't, I don't like you too and uh oh scary three body dude Mr. G will not let them go and so Percy uses his terrible archery skills and the ability to pray to Artemis and Apollo and kills Mr. G by shooting him through his three hearts <laughs> uh, Mr. E who is less scary Mr. G is also um his helper person right is also a demigod son of Ares pretty sure he, Ares, like, offered him immortality. He was like, okay. And he is like, that was the worst decision I have ever made. And I, I think about that a lot. Not really. But, like, I just, a lot today. In the last three hours. Right? Just, maybe that was put into Percy's head. And in the end, let spoilers <laughs> um last Olympian when he's offered immortality it might have like not just I always thought about it as being like he literally just chose it for Annabelle and Percival moment right but what if he also chose it because of that maybe there's other moments just, like hidden leading up to it <gasps> oh my god <laughs> this is some Taylor Swift level, level planning okay Mr. Warden guys I'm going crazy okay <laughs> so you know or it could have just been anima it could have been but like also maybe that was like in Percy's brain now you know floating in the back somewhere <laughs> anyways that whole happens that whole part happens and then somehow they decide Bianca was the one sending the iris messages and that she was not know come out if Percy is there for some reason and, and that's it. That's where we end. Because, you know, I never stop at the correct chapter 10. I always stop when I see chapter 10, not after it. Which I, wait, should I, I, don't, I don't know how numbers work, you guys. <laughs> okay, so that was the book. That was actually so much fun. This is really going too long. Really. Oh my god. I have texted my friends. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah. That was the book. That was very fun to make, literally. I, okay, just gonna get right into Taylor. Literally, when I think about this book, I think about two things. 
right? I think about the Pearls of Beth moments, right? And the quest. Two very much different things. And so today, I am definitely doing the Pearls of Beth moment one for a Taylor Swift song, right? Mainly in this half, like, Pearls of Beth moments, right? When they hug, because Annabeth, like, doesn't feel prepared for the quest. When they have that, that one talk in the labyrinth, which I wrote down in here, but totally forgot about when I talked about it. And when the others, like, are sleeping, you know? The hug moment. And when I already said that, shoot. And then when she sits at his table, except I spell table, like, T-A-B-E-L. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Alright, next bullet point. I am just very much lover. Percy Beth is very much lover. Just because. Just because I say so. Literally, just because I say so. I, okay, for song, right? I am going to say Cruel Summer. Okay, hear me out on this one. Literally, not necessarily the lyrics, most of them, but like, just the vibes of the song is giving me very much Percy Beth. It also does say it's a cruel summer with you. And that literally is the description of this book, period. It's a cruel summer. They are going to die. <laughs> Most likely, sort of. You know, there's a chance, good chance, that, that they are going to die. That makes it cruel, you know? And it's in the summer. It is a cruel summer. <laughs> I love that song so much. Oh my gosh. Alright. I, okay. I just, like, was thinking about this today right i literally went crazy <laughs> you know we got the red re i still can't believe i'm still not over the fact that we're getting red re recordings in november i it, i would listen to like one of the episodes don't remember which one but like one of them i normally like don't listen to my episodes <laughs> to be honest because i don't like the sound of my own voice so i just kind of record them and say okay that's good i like everything i talk about and just like upload them because why not so I was actually listening to one, and I literally sound absolutely insane when talking about the 1989 re-recordings. Oh god. I literally went insane when I thought those were going to happen. And I find that really funny. So, yeah. <laughs> I am going to go eat some mushroom lasagna and start season 2 of Never Have I Ever go eat something and drink some water if you haven't in a while thank you so much for listening everybody and have a wonderful rest of your day bye